This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott and White Health. Neil and everyone here would like to thank all the good folks on the front line, the ones we see and the ones we don't see. We appreciate your hard work, keeping us healthy and hopeful in these tough times. And now here's Neil. Absolutely. Thank you, Stuby. And those are wise words and very, very grateful for the Baylor Scott and White Healthcare people. Thank you. Let me tell you about our dog for today. Our SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week is Dorothy. Dorothy is an 11-year-old mixed-breed dog. She is one talented lady. She has a thick white coat with speckles of tan all over her, semi-perky ears, and sweet brown eyes. She may be a senior, but she still has plenty of pep in her step. Dorothy is a friend is friendly when meeting new people. She loves to show off all of her skills. She knows how to sit, lie down, shake and beg on command. Dorothy happily performs all of her tricks in exchange for tasty treats. When she's not strutting her stuff, Dorothy is happy to snooze on her bed or cuddle up on the couch for some quiet time. Dorothy is one of uh, the SPCA of Texas Golden Girls. She is only $17 to adopt. Dorothy is waiting to meet you at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center in Dallas. To meet Dorothy... Come visit her any day between noon and 6. I would suggest you get by soon. Dorothy's going to get herself adopted. Just like all pets at the SPCA of Texas, Dorothy has been spayed, microchipped. She's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines. She'll be waiting for her new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30 West of Hampton Road. And uh, the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center is open for adoptions every day. That's from noon until 6. Animals are available by walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. Please browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet. That's one word, find a pet. spca.org slash findapet, and you're looking for Dorothy. And visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. That's Dorothy. Let's get her adopted. She's a sweetheart. That's sponsored today by Mueller, Mueller Steel Buildings for Permanent Storage. Why should you pay every month for a temporary storage facility when you can own your own genuine Mueller building? Mueller's backyard buildings are easy to assemble. They're affordable, and they offer a permanent storage solution right there in your own backyard. They have a variety of sizes available and more than 30 colors from which to choose. Their backyard building kits complement any home or landscape. And if your equipment requires even more storage space, Mueller's standard series buildings are ready to go to work for you. They are fabulous. From workshops to big barns, these pre-engineered bolt-together buildings come in a variety of size and color options. You can also visit them online at MuellerInc.com to get a free customized building estimate. And while you're there, click on their color selector tool to make choosing the perfect combination of colors an easy decision. To find out more about Mueller Steel Buildings and Metal Roofing, call 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877 877- Two six eight three five five three, or again visit them at MuellerInc.com. M U E L L E R I N C dot com. Mueller. Mueller means more. Mueller means steel buildings for permanent storage. Maintaining a garden isn't easy, but it's nothing compared to what healthcare workers are facing. We join Baylor Scott and White Health in saying thank you to the front line. Thank you for working hard every day and for going all in to protect all of us. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stuby, I appreciate that. And let me give you the phone number before we go to Robert. 800-288-WBAP. We have two open lines. Grab one now while you can. 800-288-9227. Have plenty of time to get you on the air, but this is my second and last hour for this uh, Sunday morning, so call now. 800 288 9227. That's 800 288 WBAP. Robert, this is Neil. Good morning. Well, hi, Neil. Thanks. Uh, 
We've had uh, beautiful cross vines on a shade structure over our deck for the past decade or so. Two years ago, we started having some uh, leaf cutter problems that were disfiguring, but not a problem other than that. But then after the freeze this year, the vines have been very weak. And whenever any sprouts come out within just a week, the leaf cutters are at them and they uh, totally destroy it. So my question is, number one, can I cut them back and hope for regrowth? And then number two, if they do regrow, do I have any options for managing the leaf cutters? All right, and when you say leaf cutters, you're talking about leaf cutter bees or leaf cutter ants? Yeah, I Probably think, bees. I mean, they look like uh, the little semicircular cuts okay. out of the leaves. Yeah, let me explain to people what, what you have because it's kind of a uh, – forgive me. I know how frustrating it is because I've had some plants that were disfigured by them. Please forgive what I'm about to say. It's one of the most fascinating insects in the world, and the the way they work is just, it's kind of like the twig girdlers. They make you so mad, and yet you have to admire how they do their work. Having said that, I don't want them on my plants either, but here, here's what's happening. The adult of this uh, bee, you hardly ever see the female, the, the adult, what she will do with her mouth parts is she gets on the edge of the leaf and she will cut a perfect, a perfectly circular, um, uh, almost full circle around the edge of the leaf. It'll always be on the edge of the leaf. It looks like a paper punch that is dull on one side. It doesn't quite, doesn't quite do the whole circle. And uh, sometimes you'll actually find the flap sitting there. She didn't finish the job. She got scared off or something. And she takes those pieces. She never eats any part of it. She takes it to a, uh, oh, maybe it's a downspout, or in my case, it's uh, a couple of times it's been faucets that I don't use very often, and she will build her nest in those. Sometimes it's in a, in a very narrow crotch of a tree branch, and she will build her nest there and lay her eggs there. And so the problem is that unless you're there when she flies by and does the cutting, uh, and, and because she's never eating that leaf part, there's no poison that's going to work unless you're just happen, you happen to be spraying when she's there. Uh, stomach poisons that, that would kill a caterpillar that's eating the leaf won't work, and contact poisons don't work because she's not there. And so it's very hard to control them. You, you kind of have to brag about them until your cross vine starts to die. Then you can't brag because you don't have your plant anymore. Uh, I, I have, will tell you from my own experience, back before we had rose rosette virus and I had a lot of roses, they get worse and then for a long time you don't see them. And so they kind of run in cycles, I think, at least that's been my experience. And so I, I think you'll find that maybe next year won't be so bad, or I hope that's the case. Cross vine is a, a vine that I've had grow well for me for a few years and it kind of plays out anyway even without the leaf cutters so maybe part of it is that may not be that they're that the leaf cutters are uh, weakening the cross vine all by themselves it may be partly because they don't like our soils quite as much as we want them to but there is no no chemical control for them that's the problem if you think there might be a faucet they they need a a little compressed area somewhere to build their nest if you think there might be a faucet or a downspout or anything nearby where she could be building the nest go open up that faucet go stick a wire up there it's not you're not going to get a hive of bees coming after you or anything just see if there's anything you can clean out with a hook of wire and that's the best i have okay so um in terms of regrowth um, it sounds to me like if I want cross vines again, I would need to plant new vines as opposed not, to cutting not, these back and hoping for regrowth. Not necessarily. If they had any vigor at all at, at oh, the midpoint of this past year, 2021, uh, I would trim them and reshape them and then put a very high nitrogen fertilizer on them like you'd use on turf grass. Uh, maybe do that the 1st of March and and water that in and see if you can get a, a boost of new growth. Um you could is this tangerine beauty or is it just a wild cross vine what is it hmm you know i don't know the variety so i don't know if you knew the variety or if you could match it from your memory by looking at the availabilities you could just plant a new one in with the old one and and uh, take advantage of both of them but but that i wouldn't mix them 
Yeah, interestingly, I did try that uh, with one of the vines this year, and um, it barely grew. And uh, again, the leaves were just decimated by the leaf cutters. The leaf, uh, leaf cutter bees said, thank you for the fresh food, huh? Exactly. Oh, yep. gosh. Well, right, well, thanks, Neil. I appreciate it. It may be time to find another vine. <laughs> right. I, think I, I did that with my roses. I did that with my roses, but it was also time because of rose rosette virus. Robert, I, I told you more than I know. Okay, thanks. Appreciate <laughs> Good it. Good luck with it. Yeah, that's that's one of those insects like twig girdler that that we don't have any spray for because there's nothing out there to spray. Gone, gone in the night. Just uh, strange little insects. They're doing a wonderful uh, piece of work that you have to admire and and you hate them at the same time. Um, that opens all the lines. Same thing happened last hour. People were reluctant to call, and then the phones were very, very busy. So let's try that again. That worked last time. Let's see if we can do the second verse of this hymn. 800-288-WBAP. I need some calls. 800-288-9227. I will hope uh, that uh, uh, advertising on this program brings me some phone calls. 800 288 9227. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my book, and you can get your copy by calling my office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, or you can go to my website, neilsperry.com. That's the better way because you can order it right now, and I'll be signing it tonight. We'll get it in the mail probably Tuesday. Uh, we'll have to get the labels ready tomorrow. This is Small Business America, folks. I, I self-published this book because I didn't want to go through committees at a publishing house that would just browbeat me down to, oh, we can save some money if we if we gang all the photos. We can save some money if we do this. We want to do a paperback copy because we don't want to pay for hardback. Oh, my gosh. I decided, you know what, if I just take you out of the picture and publish it myself, then that's enough to let it be a great book in terms of the quality of the book, and we'll be fine. And that's what I did. And I've been very, very happy with it. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. It's a hardback on high-quality paper printed in Texas, not in China. I didn't want to send it overseas. That was a decision I reached long before the pandemic. I just didn't want a book that said Lone Star Gardening to say printed in China in it. And a personal decision. I wanted it right here. I actually wanted to go to the press checks to make sure it was being printed the way I needed it to be printed. Chapter 1, Basics of Gardening in Texas, Things You Have to Know to Get Started. Chapter 2, A Calendar of When to Do Everything in Terms of When to Plant, Prune, Fertilize, and Spray, All the Different Kinds of Plants that You're Trying to Grow. Chapters 3 through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. Now, as I mentioned, the book is not in stores. It's not on Amazon. 344 pages, 840 of my photographs. I sign every copy, and I guarantee your satisfaction, or I'll refund every penny. It's only $36.95 plus tax and postage. And out of 74000 sold to date, not one request for a refund in those uh, 74000 so here are the two ways you order. You call my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way is by ordering it right now at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. And you will feel that when you attend our church, the First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney, sharingtheheart.org. You can, uh, you, can, you can attend virtually if you'd like to, see how it is. The 1005 service is live streamed. I invite you to join us. 1005, sharingtheheart.org. Wild Birds Unlimited. Tommy, Pastor Tommy Brummett, is an avid birder, and he and I 
uh, on KLF, my program on Sister Station, do a birding feature very often. Tommy has some afternoon, Saturday afternoon times available once in a while, and he'll get on and talk wild birds with me. And then I can send people directly to Wild Birds Unlimited to get the seeds that will attract those wild birds like goldfinches and woodpeckers and warblers of various kinds, juncos, native sparrows. Uh, owls of various kinds. They have the nesting boxes for all those. They have the seeds and feeds and feeders for all of those and uh, all of our wonderful birds. I have about eight or nine feeders up right now and several kinds of feed in them. Everything from Wild Birds Unlimited. The people are enthusiastic. The products are superior. Three of their stores joined together to sponsor this program. Ron's store is uh, still under construction, but about to be finished at 5708 Abrams Road. He's moving, and that's the new location, 5708 Abrams in East Dallas. David's store at 5715 West Lover's Lane next to Nicholson Hardy Nursery and Garden Center. That's just west of the Dallas North Tollway. That one will be open this afternoon. And Bertie's store is open six days a week at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway near Tom Thumb in McKinney. And they're closed on Sundays, but oh my goodness, they're wonderful. That's the McKinney store and the Lover's Lane store just west of the tollway and the uh, new uh, uh, store in East Dallas. Those join together, and you can find all the information on them at wbu.com slash dfw. Wild Birds Unlimited, bringing people and nature together and doing it with excellence. Gardeners are all about keeping plants healthy and protected, and the same should go for our loved ones. Together with Baylor Scott & White Health and the hardworking healthcare front line, we urge you to get the shot, mask up, and stay safe. And remind your family and friends to do the same. And now, back to Neil. All right, uh, Stewie, thank you. Let's go to Andrew at Lake Whitney. Andrew, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, sir, from the beautiful Lake Whitney. I just had a question about some grass. Yes, sir. I have St. Augustine, and it gets the fungus like everybody else's does, and I treat it every year. <clears throat> and a friend of mine told me if I would overseed it with Bermuda grass, they would they would compete, and the Bermuda grass would actually thrive from that fungus, and and it would it would uh, they would compete to be the dominant species in the ground there, and it would turn a beautiful lush carpet. Well, I wish you well. I don't think that's the way it works, but. <laughs> Maybe it did for your friend. Um, the uh, The problem is that St. Augustine is the more dominant of the two grasses. It will crowd out Bermuda always unless there's uh, some kind of extenuating problem. For example, if you have chinch bugs in your lawn, uh, chinch bugs will kill St. Augustine. They do not kill Bermuda grass, and so Bermuda would predominate in that situation. But... Uh, I, I don't know which fungus you have. There are diseases that attack St. Augustine more than Bermuda. But you don't overseed uh, Bermuda into anything because the seed is way too tiny. Uh, you probably, if, if you have St. Augustine that is challenged, you already have a lot of Bermuda in that St. Augustine. And if it were going to take over, it would already be doing it. Because you have, it's very rare to find a St. Augustine lawn that doesn't have Bermuda in it. Okay, so I just need to keep treating the fungus. I mean, well, perhaps uh, sometimes, like I told the caller last hour, sometimes in the summer uh, we're treating for a fungus, and and in reality we have chinch bugs, or we're treating for chinch bugs. In reality, we have gray leaf spot because we're putting nitrogen on the lawn to green it up. When in reality. That's causing the gray leaf spot. I don't know how much you studied the, the problems of St. Augustine in the summer. Um, and, Andrew, I love St. Augustine. It's my turf grass of choice, but it has a lot of baggage. It has a lot of problems. And I'm, you know, I'm kind of disillusioned with my friend. It, it, <laughs> it's, it's driving me nuts, too, so I understand. But you, you need to make sure that you don't have gray leaf spot. That is the disease that shows up in the summer. And if we, you need to avoid any nitrogen fertilizer from about the middle of June until the middle of September because it will really bring on gray leaf spot. That may be what you're seeing. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Well, I appreciate it. And uh, thank you for, for the advice. For sure. Absolutely. 
Have a great day. It's a beautiful part of Texas. Thank you, sir. All right, let me see what our time looks like. Ben, stay with me. I will help you. I want to get this break out of the way. We'll see where our time is for the relative to the newscast. But you are up next. We have two lines open, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Everything that you need to complete every task that you have around your house, around your landscape. They have specialists. When you walk in the door and and they say, how may we help you? And that's kind of the way that it begins. You know, you go into a lot of stores, you have to look for help. You have to look for somebody who knows something. You have to look down the out, down the aisle. You look down there. You look down there. Nobody in sight. Well, at Ace, they come out of their way to say, how may we help you? And then when you say, I need plumbing help or I need paint or I need garden help, I need housewares, whatever, electrical, whatever it is, they will say, let us get so-and-so, because that is the person in the store who specializes in that topic, and he or she will be able to help you. And uh, that's why I like Ace Hardware. And they will also have a list of things they know to ask. You know, like I asked a minute ago of him, do, do you fertilize in the middle of the summer? That might be your problem. They will ask you that same sort of question to make sure that you succeed in what you're uh, attempting. If, if you're painting, they'll make sure that you're prepping the surface first. They know what to ask. And the other thing, I have a list of things I like about Ace Hardware. Another thing that I like a lot is that these are people who are your neighbors. Ace Hardware stores are owned by people who live in your community. These are not employees of some national corporation. They have invested in their stores. That's why you'll like Ace. They care about your community. They care about your success. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. It's the stuff. Never-ending roller coaster ride with the left. People are talking about. Promise everything. They deliver nothing. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP.com. Niels Ferry's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter that comes from my computer to your email. It comes out on Thursday nights a little after 6 p.m., and uh, there are five stories in it each week. One of the stories will always be Gardening This Weekend, where I'll give you the 10 to 15 most critical tasks for that weekend, things you need to put at the top of your to-do list. That's kind of helpful, you know. Uh, another of the things that you will always find in eGardens is a featured plant for this week, something that is either uh, needing to be planted right then because it will become beautiful or productive sometime in the future, or something that is peak of uh, beauty right now and uh, that people are asking about what is that plant that's blooming so beautifully right now, whatever. So that's another of the features. You'll also have a featured uh, question of the week, something that's been asked repeatedly, and then a couple of other stories. It is always free, always will be, has been for 18 years. You can see what it looks like by going to the sign-up page on my website. We always leave one issue archived there. That's at neilsperry.com, same place you go to buy my book, N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. That's Neil Sperry's eGardens. Click on that eGardens tab, scroll down just a bit, and you will see it. Neil Sperry's eGardens. All right, and uh, we have about a minute, and I've lost my Internet connection, so I think we had Ben in Midlothian coming up. And, Ben, I want to take a little more time than a minute to uh, talk to you about uh, the weed that you have to make sure that we get the proper identification going on it. I will try to reestablish the Internet. That doesn't happen very often with UVerse, but it has happened to me right now, so we'll get that one all squared around somehow. And uh, in the meanwhile, if you would like to call, I think we have two open lines at 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. A reminder that three weeks from right now, we will be visiting with Dr. George Ray McEachern, retired from Texas A&M a year ago as the state fruit and pecan specialist for the 39th year. George Ray will join me, and we'll talk all fruit and pecans at that time. And uh, so that's going to be your opportunity to talk to the best in this state about uh, a topic that a lot of people wonder about. It's not my specialty, it's his, so be sure
sure to join us. That's three weeks from today. I'll be back after the news. 100 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now. On WBAP and WBAP.com. A Harris County deputy has been shot and killed in Houston. I'm Dennis Martin at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. Construction is closed east and westbound I-30's HOV lanes between Center Street and President George Bush Turnpike. Construction also blocks Highway 67's HOV lanes both directions between Loop 12 Ledbetter and Camp Wisdom Road. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast. Today is going to be mostly sunny and a little warmer. The high temperature is 63 degrees. Tonight, partly cloudy, not quite as cold as it has been, low down to 39 or so. Monday will be mostly cloudy. Scattered showers are possible on Monday. High temperature, 56. Right now it's 38 degrees in Dallas, 40 in Fort Worth. Houston police looking for a gunman who shot and killed a deputy sheriff there early this morning. Police Chief Troy Finner says Harris County Deputy Corporal Charles Galloway stopped a white Toyota Avalon early this morning for a minor traffic violation. The driver of that Toyota came out shooting. We always ask about weapons. We believe and witnesses said it was a salt-type weapon. And again, he fired multiple times, striking, striking the deputy. Corporal Galloway died in the street. The man who killed him drove away. Chief Finner has a message for him. He said the best thing you can do now is turn yourself in peacefully. A Texas state trooper who was injured in a car crash Friday night while helping Border Patrol agents apprehend a group of illegal immigrants near Eagle Pass has died of his injuries. Anthony Salas died Saturday. He was 37. His is the first death associated with Operation Lone Star, which Governor Abbott created to deal with illegal immigrants along the border. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update will be at 10 o'clock. Check back several times throughout the day. Stay informed with News Talk 820 WBAP, 99.5 FMHD2 and WBAP.com. All right, Dennis, thank you very much. Baylor's Cotton White Health sponsors this entire hour. They have for they have for 15, 16, 17 years, and I had to do my math, 17 years. That's a long time sponsorship, and they are longtime friends. They've meant a lot to our family, and hopefully they do to you as well. I hope that you will get in the habit of using their services for all of your medical needs. Gardeners know how much work it takes to keep a garden happy and healthy. I'd like to take some time to talk about another group of incredibly hardworking people. These are people who keep us happy and healthy. They are our beloved health care workers who are out there on the front line. They have the hardest job of all, and we owe each and every one of them a giant thank you. Thank you for never giving in. Thank you for never settling for good enough. It's not easy to protect us from COVID, but we see you showing up every day and giving every ounce of your energy. And to you, my listener, remember that there are plenty of ways you can show your appreciation to the front line. Get yourself vaccinated. Wear your mask. My family has done both of those. My wife and I have. And we think that's very important, and and it's the least we can do to protect others. This is not a selfish thing. It's what we do to help our fellow men and women in this world. These are great ways to show your support for the Baylor Healthcare Frontliners. Share those messages on social media. One more big thank you. Baylor Scott and White Health, especially to the frontline people for all that you do to keep us all safe and healthy and active. We thank you. When breaking news happens, hear it first. Man with a gun started ranting during the Shabbat service, which was being live streamed. He claimed that he had bombs and he believed he was going to die. Keep connected, DFW. But I do think we should all take a moment today to pay tribute to the local uh, state and federal law enforcement officers who acted bravely, professionally, and effectively to rescue those hostages. 
uh, and bring this situation uh, to a safe conclusion. News Talk 820, WBAP, and WBAP.com. I mentioned to you that three weeks from today, we will be visiting with Dr. George, uh, George Ray McEachern, who uh, retired from Texas A&M, about fruit and pecans. I have a source for you, and you need to be active uh, in getting their catalog and uh, getting familiar with them if you're not already. It's Womack Nursery in De Leon, Texas. No, you do not have to drive to De Leon to get your fruit trees, your pecans, your uh, grape vines, your blackberry uh, plants. They ship all over Texas, all over New Mexico, Oklahoma, Louisiana, no problem. And uh, this is what they've been doing since the 1930s. They do it better than anybody. Womack Nursery Company works hand-in-hand with Texas A&M to make sure that they have the varieties A&M is, uh, is recommending. This is not an endorsement by A&M. It's just a commitment by Womack Nursery to make sure that they have the varieties that, that will do best in your part of Texas. Go to their uh, website, WomackNursery.com, W-O-M-A-C-K, Nursery.com. If you do want to go to the nursery, it's open Monday through Saturday at 2551 State Highway 6. Same highway that goes right through College Station, but it's in De Leon, Texas, D-E, capital L-E-O-N, Texas, 76444. Phone number is 254 254- Eight nine three sixty four ninety seven. Again, twenty five fifty one State Highway six, De Leon, Texas seven six four four four. WomackNursery dot com. You don't just want your garden to grow. You want it to flourish, much like our hopes for living in a world without COVID. Let's join Baylor Scott and White Health in saying a big old thank you to the front line. They're doing what it takes to keep hope flourishing, and we need that now more than ever. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Stubby. We go back to the phone lines. Have one line open if you'd like to call. It's 800 288 WBAP 800-288-9227. I am sure that we would get you on the air if you were to call right now. Absolutely sure. 800-288-9227. Let's go to Ben in Midlothian. Ben, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Uh, yes, sir. I've got a little issue. Uh, we've got a lot of construction around our area, and my gra- my backyard has been invaded by a weed. Uh, I like to call a stick tight. You know, yes. they're like little birds that get all over your clothes and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering how I can spray those to get rid of them and not kill everything else in the backyard. Mostly it's, uh, you know, St. Augustine. All right. I think that's going to be fairly easy. Um, stick tight or sticky willy, and, and there are a lot of names for that plant. Um, and there are a lot of other weeds that have a similar function, the, the burrs that a Velcro plant is another name for it. A lot of uh, these have uh, burrs that will stick right there. They're not sharp, but they stick right to our clothing or to dog fur. And, and that's actually how they're, uh, how they're carried around in, in the wild is on animal fur. Uh, what you can do, first of all, is keep the area mowed frequently so that they, they don't form. That's a big starting point. And then the other thing that you can do that will help more than anything is to use a broadleafed weed killer spray. They are not grasses, therefore a broadleaf plant will kill them, and that would not harm your St. Augustine. You have to be careful, however, if you have pansies or uh, uh, shrubs nearby, especially once those shrubs start to put out new growth. Uh, try to try to use a tank sprayer, a pump sprayer, not a hose-in sprayer. And be very precise, just putting the, the spray right on the weeds. And uh, you should have no problem at all. Broadleaf weed killers have 2,4-D, the number 2, a comma, the number 4, hyphen, D, like in dandelion. Oh, right. Um, when, sh- when should I, what would be the best time to spray that? When it is warm, uh, 65 degrees, still and no chance of rain for 12 to 24 hours. Some products will tell you you don't even have to wait that long uh, with, with rain issues. So we may have that weather this week sometime. All but right. you, need, you, you need as much active growth as you can get. In other words, I mentioned mowing to you. Don't mow and then spray. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, we've got a lot of construction down here, and they just plowed up. Well, 
uh, last year a uh, horse horse pasture next door to me, and all of a sudden I've got them all over the all over the yard. Wow. And it's like, oh, God. <laughs> well, you know what? That weed, for whatever the reason, we we have construction, but not like you're having uh, in our immediate neighborhood. And there are years when it's just everywhere and years when it isn't just everywhere. Yeah. It, it kind of comes and goes. Uh, but uh, when it's there, it's really annoying. You come in, you feel like you're wearing a suit of armor because you've got so much on you. But the, yeah. the broadleaf weed killer will take care of it. This is unusually early for it to be that bad. It usually shows up more in late February and, and March. Yeah. Two, well, we were getting it products. last Yeah, we were getting it last year, and I, I tried a couple sprays, different types of sprays, and it didn't seem to even budget. I guess I was using the wrong thing. But, Perhaps. Um, yeah. Thank you for your information. You are welcome. Have a great day. You. All, All right. right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Let's go to Bobby and Crowley. Now, I'm going out on uh, on a tight wire here because Bobby is the last call I have lined up. I am now looking for calls. You know, that's, that's what I tell you when uh, when I run out of calls because nobody responded to that last thing when I said, I can get you on the air for sure. And people said, yeah, I bet he won't. 800-288-WBAP. I will. Promise. 800-288-9227. Please call right now. Bobby and Crowley, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I'm well. Thank you, sir. What can I do to help you? Well, I got these nasty grass birds, and I'm just trying to find out what I can put on them, when I need to put it out, and where do I get it. All right. Uh, I can I can help you. Uh, what you need is called a pre-emergent weed killer. In other words, you put it out before they emerge, before they germinate. Um, the application dates will vary by a few days, and I'll tell you how to how to determine it. The, the, the normal time, you're asking me way away from the time to apply it, and so I'm going to give you the generic dates are between March 15, 5 and 15. If it gets warm in late February, once in a long while, I'll move it up to March 1 to uh, 10, but usually it's March 5 to 15. If it's really cold, really late like it was last year, we move it back a little bit, but usually it's March 5 to 15, and then 90 okay. days later, whatever you do in March, you do in June. So if you do March, uh, uh, we'll say 10th, then you would do June 10th, 90 days later. Those are your two timings. And the reason for the, the two applications is that the products I'm going to mention are good for about 100 days, and then they wear out, they play out. And so you need the second application because the grass burrs, sticker burrs, will, will have a, they'll germinate all summer long. All right, so okay. those, are the, those are the timings. The three materials that you can use, and, and they're all equally good, are uh, uh, one of them is dimension, D-I-M-E-N-S-I-O-N. One of them is halts, H-A-L-T-S. And uh, the third is Balan, B-A-L-A-N. It is less, it's older, uh, but it's still effective. Uh, uh, dimension is usually available at retail garden centers, independent retail garden centers. The companies that package it usually sell to the independent nurseries. Holtz is usually available in hardware stores. And Bayland is most commonly sold in, uh, in feed stores. There's, there's overlapping, but, but that's, that's the, those are the, the places. That's, so okay. I've covered places to buy it, covered what to buy, and when to apply. I got it all. You sure did, and I appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a great day. All right. That uh, answers that. And uh, let me take a break. We have Lois in Corsicana. And, folks, I have time for another call. I'm just going to keep saying that until I don't have time for more calls. 800-288-WBAP. You'd be right behind Lois, my mom's name. 800-288-WBAP. 800-288-9227. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Let me give you a for example. I tell you about Chapter 2 being a calendar. Everything I just gave him about the pre-emergent weed killers is in Chapter 2. 
every word of that, every bit of that is in chapter 2. It's a calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and protect. There you are, right there. Tells you when to do all of those things. I think this could be your go-to gardening reference because it will cover all the things you need to do. That's just chapter 2 with the calendar. People tell me that's the best thing I ever put in print any time that anything I've done. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. It covers our hardiness zones and why I think the, the newest USDA hardiness zone from 2012 is wrong. I think we need to use the 1990 hardiness zone, and I show you why, and it's been proven out. Um, and it's hard to find that 1990 hardiness zone map, but I have it in my book. Um, all right, so that's that. Chapters 3 through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers. Are you looking for the best ground cover for a specific spot in your landscape? Well, in, in this chapter, it's one of the shorter chapters, but it has every last detail on all the ground covers for Texas. Then you have annuals and perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. The book took me more than a year to write, but it took me a lifetime to learn what I wrote in this book. Your satisfaction with the book is completely guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny that you spend on it. It's thirty-six ninety-five plus tax and postage. I've sold 74,000 copies of the book, and I have yet to have one request for a refund. Not one. So, I think you see the odds are good that you're going to like this book. I will sign it for you. Uh, but I don't sign until the book is sold. I'll be signing tonight. The best way for you to order it is from my website at neilsperry.com. $36.95 plus tax and postage. It's not on Amazon. It's not in stores. Go to neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. You'll see the book prominently on my homepage. Order it there. Or you can also uh, order it by calling my office Monday through Friday, and that is 800-752-GROW. The better way, neilsperry.com. For more than 20 years, I've told you about advanced foundation repair leaders in the foundation repair industry. They hold the patents. They led the way. First with a warranty that's transferable owner to owner for the lifetime of the house. Don't let expanding and contracting clay soils tear up your foundation and ruin your house. Call for their free home inspection. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. It's foundationrepairs.com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. wbroofing.com. They are great. Thank you very, very much. That's the kind of roof we have on our home. I'll tell you another great place is Whiskey Stone. They're open Monday through Saturday. Not open on Sundays, but goodness, make a destination of going to Whiskey Stone. You will really enjoy meeting their people. You will enjoy touring the grounds. 22 acres. I'll put you on a golf cart and take you around. 22 acres of glorious stone. You want a big landscape boulder? You want it as a, as a show thing in the backyard? Maybe you have a big, uh, big, gorgeous flower bowl that you want to set up on it. They can do that for you. They deliver anywhere you can hear me. They buy from quarries all over the Southwest and beyond. They, uh, they, they know the best landscape contractors anywhere around Masons, so they can uh, uh, refer them to you, you to them, and to get the work done perfectly. If you're not familiar with how to lay stone, they do, uh, well, they don't do them. They can refer you to people who do beautiful retaining walls and patios and pool decking. The stone is just exquisite at Whiskey Stone. River Rock, I have bought so many things from Whiskey Stone and been so pleased over the years. You will be too, and so have been thousands of people over those years. Let me tell you how to find them. Go out and have a wonderful time. You're going to love it. At 4501 East Loop 820 South in far southeast Fort Worth, far, far southeast Fort Worth, 4501 East Loop 820 South. And uh, the phone number is 
Whiz-Q.com. It's WhizQ Stone. Gardening advice is only helpful when people actually hear it. And the same goes for telling folks about all the things our healthcare workers are doing to protect us from COVID. So share the word on social media. Remind your friends and family to say thank you to the front line. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stewie, thank you very much. Let's go to Lois in Corsicana. Lois, this is Neil. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Neil. Uh, I'm. I thank you for uh, taking my call. Sure. Uh, um, I have a rosemary plant uh, uh, that I bought about four months ago, and I keep it in the same pot um, outside. I was keeping it outside, and now I brought it in, and it's shedding terribly. Uh, is that normal? Um, uh, a type thing. Um, that I can expect? Uh, no, it's not normal at all. They're evergreen, and, and uh, when they shed leaves, it's a leaf here, a leaf there. It's not not a major shed. How long has it been inside? Oh, it's been inside now for uh, a month. Yeah, right before the first really bad cold spell. It yes. needs to. It, it should have gone back out pretty quickly. It's in. It may have gotten too dry, or it may have been too dark. It's one or the other. And I think the best thing I can do is, uh, this is a psychological arm around the shoulder. It's not happy. It's very unhappy. It's unhappy. Okay. That's not a a horticultural term, by the way. That was a softening of the thing. I hope it survives. I'm I'm a little worried about it. Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) Well, uh, I will put it out again and and, uh, uh, pray over it. I think there's 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 the best thing to do. Uh, I would put it out in a bright spot that is not in direct afternoon sun. I mean, there isn't a lot of sun even in the in full sun this time of year, but it has it has become acclimated to indoor conditions. So I'd put it out where it has some shade, and I would be mindful of not letting it have freezing weather now that you're putting it out uh, immediately. I'd, I'd let it have cold weather down to 38 or something like that, but if it's going below freezing, I'd, I'd probably set it back in overnight. Uh, I see. All right. Well, thank you so much for all good that luck good with advice. It. Hope, hope you can save it. Good luck with it. Uh, thank you, and I want you to know I treasure your book. <laughs> thank you, Lois. Thank you so much. A, a beautiful uh, production. Well, it was fun to do it. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, let's see. Let's go to Mike in Saxe now. Mike, this is Neil. Good morning. Yeah, good morning, Neil. Um, How can I Thanks help? for taking my call. Sure. Um, are there any uses for a root stimulator other than, you know, the initial planting when you dilute your plants? I mean, dilute the stimulator and get your plants going, then uh, you hardly use any. And I've, I think I've acquired like two pints and a gallon of root stimulator. <laughs> I'm not sure what to do with it. What do I do with this stuff now? I have too much. Um, it could be used. Uh, it's not going to hurt uh, anything too badly if you were to use it on flowering or, or root crop vegetables, flowering plants. Uh, what and and folks, what he's concerned about is it has a very high middle number phosphorus and. There have been many, many comments made by me and by others that we should not be adding phosphorus to our soils uh, because they are in, it's insoluble and it accumulates in the soil and uh, it uh, can cause adverse reaction to other elements in the soil and to our plants, therefore. Uh, I don't know what the difference is in root stimulator, but that phosphorus is, is soluble, obviously, because it's in a liquid solution. And so I don't think it's going to cause any problem at all. It'll it'll go in the soil, be either used by the plants or be leached through with a good heavy rain or irrigation. So, no, I don't think you have anything to worry about. You should be fine. It would take quite some time to use it up. Uh, well, Should I have a plan for how often I might use it to get rid of it? Or? It's early in the year. <laughs> That's all I can say. you got a long time to go. You, you don't have to use it if you don't want to. I mean... Uh, how would I, I dispose of it? Yeah, I don't. Um, well, 
I think that I think the best thing, if you, what kind of a landscape do you have? Saxe has has normal home landscapes. You're not on zero lot line property, are you? No, it just uh, you know, it's a normal yard. Uh, just put it out over your whole yard. It'll be gone in a hurry. It won't. It won't hurt anything. I mean, I've got this oysha in my backyard and Bermuda in my front yard. That kind of thing. So. Yeah, put it out over the. I, I'm getting nervous on zoysias. Uh, I not for any reason. It's, they're tough grasses, but just put it out over the lawn. Put it, uh, or or send it to the to the uh, recycle center. Uh, well, not recycle, but send it to the the waste uh, pickup day or something. It's it's not harmful. It's not anything. It's just it's just liquid. It's just like having. Um, out-of-date Kool-Aid or something. I don't know. It's not going to cause okay. a problem, I don't think. Okay. I just well, don't that think it's answers my question, then. Yeah, it's it's just a non-issue. It's one of those deals that we, we end up with more than we need. I understand what you're saying. I've never thought about it, but it, it doesn't take much to, to get a plant started, and then we have the rest. We need to buy smaller packaging probably is the solution up front. Good question. That's for sure. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Have a good day. Thanks for the call very All right, much. Thank you. All right. Um, that's what we have for today. I'm not going to ask for any more calls now at this late moment. I will remind you, as I did uh, an hour ago, that uh, three weeks from now we'll have Dr. George Ray McEachern of Texas A&M as our guest. Uh, he will be talking about fruit and pecans that whole day. I will be here as the moderator, but I won't be chipping in very much because that's not my strong suit. Never has been. And so early on, I said, George Ray, my friend, would you be interested? And he said, yeah, I'd like that. Uh, he retired from A&M a year and a half ago, and I didn't know if uh, he would be interested or not. And when I called Friday, I said, you want to want to do radio? He said, absolutely. So there we go. Uh, so if uh, if you have interest in those uh, in those topics, that's your that's your chance. One day a, a year that I just turn over to you. It's the same day as the Super Bowl, so that's a way you can remember. Um, in the meanwhile, I'll be back next uh, Sunday morning from eight until ten. Hope you'll sign up for my free electronic newsletter, eGardens, at my website because we will have a lot of good information there. Always do. I'm going to be writing uh, probably within. I'll go to church online as soon as I can get home. And uh, then after that, I'll probably work on the eGardens a little bit and some other things, a couple of newspaper columns, and just a lot going on. It's a good time of year. Things are looking better now. If we can get a little warm weather and a little rain, that would be good. Uh, by the way, if we do get some more cold weather, water your plants going into the cold weather. They need to be hydrated properly. So, Mike Bass, you've done a wonderful job keeping calls up for me and keeping the program going well. I think uh, the things we tried this morning worked well on timing. And, folks, I appreciate you very, very much. If you're out and about and have a chance to tell some of our sponsors that you appreciate their involvement, that would be well uh, appreciated as much. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. Happy Garden.